Tschau. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 55 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my two co-pilots for this evening's crazy finale adventure, the young, the restless, Carlos Buarguayo, and the winner, the champion, Mr. Let's just... I'm not. I'm so sorry, I'm, everyone. I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even entertaining. Les Gonzalez. I'm not even entertaining. Him. There it is. It. As long as he knows his own name. I know God. my name. Damn it. Thank God. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in this week, and thank you, by the way, for listening to two episodes last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the wonderful, great Steel Saunders on, and it was a great, awesome, fun episode that we had with them. And then we also did about 45 minutes to an hour of a Game of Thrones episode in mini pod. So I would really appreciate you guys listening to both. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. This week we're gonna do uh, something pretty cool. We're gonna we're recording this one before we watch the Game of Thrones episode. So we're gonna give you the weekend geek, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have some listeners over here and at the house, and we're gonna watch the finale all together. And then we're gonna do kind of a live party podcast for the second half of this episode. Sweet. So this should be interesting. And there's a lot of beers, so this <laughs> might sound pretty fun and funny after we're done. You might hear a little, oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so here we go. We Let's give the shenanigans out. You can find us on Instagram, The Sith List. You can find our Facebook page, at symbol, The Sith List Podcast. And you can find us on uh, Twitter. You can find me at, at The Sith List, boo. At The Sith List, boo. And Crunch Crunch. At List is More 78. That's right. And we <coughs> also have... A hotline, 707-65-GEEK1. That's 707-654-3351. And we also have a T Public Store. And we have a really cool idea for a shirt that Mr. If you listen to the last episode, Mr. Steel Saunders gave us an idea. <laughs> and we might be running with it. <laughs> so I have to contact Adam Stafford, that great, amazing artist, to see if he can come up with something for us. Until HBO tells us to take it down. Until H- HBO won't tell us to take this no. one down. Oh, I see. Yeah, they'll, I just, they'll just say yeah, it. They'll shiggles. just fuck with us either way. Yeah. Adam made that. He works for us. Yeah, exactly. Take that shit down. Right. Uh, and thank you, Andrew Medina, for doing your thing on Instagram and Facebook and all the wonderful stuff you do. We really appreciate it. And uh, let's get into it this week, guys. How are you guys doing, by the way? Good. Good. Yeah? You guys watched that crazy fight last night? Yes, we did. Yeah. This episode is only going to be about that fight. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I watched that fight too. It was uh, more entertaining than I thought. It, actually, Definitely. Actually worth the money. It know? was actually worth the money, yeah. Well, if you paid $100 by yourself, it wasn't no. worth the money. But if you had a bunch of people over and they put in 
some funds, then it was definitely yeah. Then it was definitely worth the money. It was worth yeah. the twenty five bucks or twenty bucks. Yeah, right? exactly. So a good fight on that front. Um, we had a little crazy uh, Friday. My dog Coco got out mm-hmm. accidentally and got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. A little hit and run mm-hmm. by some asshole. Yep, in a white truck. He's actually staring at us with a big cast on right now. Mm-hmm. And luckily, it wasn't worse. But some dickhead. I would do a dude fuck that guy in honor of Johnny Grasso. And for Coco and the person that uh, bailed on her, but we don't know who the fuck he is. We don't know who we're fucking. Mm, yeah, that's so, the issue. Right. Unfortunately, she got hit and it was a whole mess and uh, my wife had to take her to the ER and all that stuff. But luckily, knock on wood, just a broken arm and just some drowsy drowsiness. She's staring at us right now, <laughs> uh, looking really, really sad. But I think she's just struck up. <laughs> Laker color cast though Yeah it is cool. yeah, It is Purple. pretty good And we also have some other people That are going through The similar stuff mm-hmm. They know who they are And our thoughts Are with them mm-hmm. So uh, our shout out to you I know you're listening <laughs> We are definitely Thinking about you guys So let's get into the uh, But you get less. how was your week? I'm sorry I didn't want to skip over you buddy My week's been okay Pretty yeah, good a Good weekend Pretty solid yeah Alright we're all Drinking beers by the way mm-hmm. We're going to be Drinking beers Pretty much throughout the <laughs> Sunday fun day, everybody. Sunday fun day for fun the sit list. So let's get into the box office. So I'm going to throw to Mr. Carlos Buarguea for this boxoffice.com. Well, mojoboxoffice.com. Mojoboxoffice.com. How was this week? It was shit. It was shit. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty Last fucking week. Week. Was shit. Last this week, week and, was even shittier. And yeah, it continues with shit. So number one was The Hitman's Bodyguard with 10 million. Annabelle 2 made 7.3 million. And Leap. Made five million. What I don't the fuck is Leap? I don't even know what Leap is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know we watched. I watched Annabelle too. Yeah, I, I saw it. Good for you. Um, you saw Bodyguard. I saw Hitman's Bodyguard. Bodyguard. And then we also saw Lucky. You guys saw Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Yes. All right. So well, thirty second review. Hitman Bodyguard. Go. If you, it, it's basically is what it is. It's exactly just a romp. Explosions. A lot of shit talking between these two. Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson basically make fun of each other and themselves. Uh, other than that, there are a few other things that you probably don't need. Selma Hike, you don't need her. You always need Selma Hike. But she yeah. does look amazing at her age. Okay. She looks great. Um, other than that, is basically a, just a shoot 'em up, comical romp all over the place, just banter back and forth. Uh, yeah. Okay. I would watch it. Maybe if you guys haven't seen it, then just wait for it to come out on DVD. Okay. So not worth going out, spend 13, 14 bucks. Maybe the first weekend, because there was really not much to do. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. That's the case. But I think we got something big coming down the pipeline. Right yeah. Now. yeah sure cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That coming down the pipeline mm-hmm. for sure. We saw, I saw Annabelle 2, my little 30 second review. It was a little slow in the beginning and then it picks up and there was just freaky shit all the way around. This whole conjuring Annabelle. The- Conjuring Universe or whatever. Yeah, called? the Conjuring mm-hmm. Universe has made a billion dollars, by the way, total. Holy shit. All their movies, yeah. Wow. Billion bucks. So the Conjuring, Annabelle's, and the Ouija stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. all together. That's really good for a horror series. Right. And the writing is great and all these. That's why there people like it. It's It was old school, look what's around the corner, oh. look what's in the dark kind of oh. scary. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I liked it. It was, it was good. And then Logan Lucky, a little bit too long. It was uh-huh. everything that... Ocean's Eleven was it, right? What do you say about Looking Lucky? Uh, not in a good way, by the way. Yeah, no, not in a good way. No, the movie wasn't bad. I walked out of her not thinking anything was bad about the movie. The The characters in it were acted well and stuff like that. The story was cool, but it was just meh. It didn't do anything. It didn't yeah, wow or it didn't, wasn't, you know, 
Ocean's Eleven was great. You know, the characters, the 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 plot, the heist, all that, everything coming together. It was there was a lot of wow in this movie. No wow. No wow. No at wow all. at all. No wow at so, all. It took. It seemed like it took forever. Yeah. To get any kind of mm-hmm. uh, story going. Yeah. It was just I mean? kind of flatline the entire yeah. time. Yeah. But the actors did a great job with yeah, the accents. They Adam did. Driver's accent was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig was, was great. Was great. Yeah. This is a good segue because we're going to talk a little random schmeels, and it looks like Daniel Craig has signed on. Yay! Yes, for another Bond movie. Yeah, right? another Bond movie. Sorry, Daniel Idris, Craig will be Bond. <laughs> and is this the 50th anniversary for Bond? This is Bond 50. Five zero. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. I heard something like that. Perhaps. So, so great. I mean, this. I mean, that's not bad news at all. No. Also, we have some news about our good old friend, Mister Jabroni himself. James Cameron. Oh, man. Yeah. And he opened up his mouth again, and <laughs> diarrhea came out like it normally does. He has that diarrhea of the mouth disease. His name is James, James Cameron, the bravest pioneer. No budget too steep, no sea too deep. Who's that? It's him, James Cameron. This time it was about Wonder Woman. Before I read exactly what he said, it seems to me that this guy gets so jealous. That's of what I was going to say, Raj. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, just because everybody loved this movie. And it's not your movie. Mm-hmm. You're just going to shit on it. Yep. That's, so before that's we get into his fucking imbecilic ass, I've used imbecilic twice. Is that a word still? Nah, sure. Okay. That's imbecilic, maybe. So James Cameron, who is known obviously in, in the world of film for making some of the Hollywood's strongest female protagonists, actually. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just going to say, that's very yeah. ironic, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, wasn't completely impressed with Wonder Woman. So sitting down with Guardian last week, this is what the... Mr. Jabroni Cameron had to say about what he thought about the movie. All of this self-congratulatory back-padding Hollywood's been doing over Wonder Woman has been so misguided. She's an objectified icon. It's just male Hollywood doing the same old thing. I'm not saying I didn't like the movie, but to me, it's a step backwards. Sorry. Cameron pointed to... Crunch crush it right now. Is a That's right. I did it. I'm so Jesus sorry, people. Christ. His fucking love for fucking Reese's. Butter Reese's. Chocolate, Reese's. Dude. Reese's. Sorry, everyone. Reese's just struck again. Yeah. Cameron pointed to his Terminator and Terminator 2 Judgment Day character, Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton, as what female action protagonist could be. Sarah Connor was not a beauty icon, Cameron said. She was strong. She was troubled. She was a terrible mother. And she earned the respect of the audience through pure grit. And to me... The benefit of the characters like Sarah is so obvious. I mean, half the audience is female. So that's what he said. Before I read what Patty Jenkins responded back, what do you guys think about Mr. James Cameron? Is is each really trying to set up a geek throwdown between Sarah Connor and Wonder Woman? No, I just think he gets jealous to the point where he can't control himself. That almost sounds like what he's trying to do, though. I don't know why he did that. Same That's guy just who him. talked shit on Force Awakens. Though. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is him just going, hey, look over here. Remember me? I made the abyss. Yeah. You know, like, Stick yeah. to your Smurf porno. That's right, my friend. <laughs> Dances with Smurfs all day. Dances with, with Smurf. Smurf. Hey, Papa Smurf, thanks for doing this for me. My pleasure, Brian. What is this, Windex? No, that's my pee. It's a little cloudy. I spent the morning Smurfing off. Stick with that. And then, you know, that's it. Just shut your mouth. Yeah. So Patty Jenkins, who is awesome, responded back on Twitter. So this is what she had to say. James Cameron's inability to understand what Wonder Woman is or stands for women all over the world is unsurprising. Though he is a great filmmaker, he is not a woman. Strong women are great. His praise for my film Monster and our portrayal of a strong yet damaged woman was so appreciated. But if women have to always be hard, tough, and troubled to be strong, 
and we aren't free to be multidimensional or celebrate an icon of a woman because she is attractive and loving, then we haven't come very far, have we? If you're going right off for the him. Sarah Connor thing, that's post-apocalyptic. Like, everything is beat the hell up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. what do you was, expect? She was yeah. tone and buff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you really it? truly expect from her? <laughs> Wonder Woman is a superhero. Like, they don't even compare. They shouldn't even be in the same pantheon. No, they shouldn't be. That's, but they're both great, though. Yes, yes absolutely. And that's the point. They're both great, oh, but God, you don't need to have... This woman's being chased by robots. She's got grenades blowing up all around her. She is beat down. Yes, of course. What choice does she have but to get tough and kick some ass? Mm -hmm. yeah. Wonder Woman is a goddess. Like That's all you have to say right there and yeah. drop the mic and walk away. Just Drop it right now. Drop it. No, don't, don't drop, drop it. Okay, don't drop okay. it. Don't drop it. That's expensive. So she goes to say, it goes on to say, I believe women can and should be everything just like a male lead character should be. There's no right and wrong kind of powerful woman. And the massive female audience who made the film and hit it is can surely choose and judge their own icons of progress. That is right. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Patty Jenkins. And yep. you're going to get paid some kick cash because you're getting a raise. Yes, yeah, she is. To do number two. That's right. You better get it. I can't release. wait for number two. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for Justice League just because of her, by the way. Yeah. I'm really excited about seeing her in Justice League of America. Now, getting to this, let's talk about some of the world's highest paid actors. It looks like Mr. Dwayne Rock Johnson was jumped over by another actor. Mm. Do you he lost his crown. Uh, I know you know because I told you. Boo, yes, so yes. Actor, I'm not going to say anything. Right. <laughs> I guess highest paid actor. Highest yeah. paid actor. Her it, film or just yeah. some in, of these names are going to be very surprising. How much money did they make I'm in 2017? You, yeah. How in much 2017, money, how much money did this person make? Yeah. We still got some months to go, but as of right now. This is what it looks Ooh. like, yeah. Oh, that's tough. Uh, you know what? I got nothing. Spit it out. Just, just what do you think? Just give me a fucking act. Yeah. Uh, say Samuel Jackson. Uh, I wouldn't say Will Smith, but I'll just leave Will Smith right there. Then. Okay. So, number one, Mark Wahlberg, $68 million. Number two, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, $65 million. Number three, Vin Diesel, $54 million. I get that because of the movies he's made. Yes. Now, here's the crazy thing. Number four, Adam Sandler, $50.5 million still. because of his Netflix deals. Still. Still. Number My five, God. still, Jackie Chan, $49 million. And is that because of his international stuff? And yes, some yes. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, and he was in the nut job too. You're a nut job too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> number <laughs> number six, Robert Downey Jr., forty eight million. Number seven, Tom Cruise. Number eight, Shah Rukh Khan, an Indian Bollywood star, ah. thirty eight million. Another Bollywood star, Salam Khan, thirty seven million. And another Bollywood star, Akshay Kumar, thirty five point five million. Wow, Bollywood's doing it right, man. Damn. Here is the discrepancy in how much males and females have made. Female actresses, you want to guess who's number one? Hmm. You know this one? We didn't I, talk about nope, this. Okay, no, I Boo, did you not. go ahead. Who's made a lot of... Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson's number three. Damn. Number one, you want to take a guess? You Char want Charlize Theron? Charlize Theron is number six. Wow. Number one is Jennifer Lawrence, $46 million. Huh. Number two, Melissa McCarthy, 33 like I said, Charlotte wow. Johansson, 25. Jennifer Aniston, 21. All the horrible bosses. Yeah. Films and all the other rom-coms and raunchy comedies she's made. Uh, 21 million for her. And number five, Fan Bingbing is, a, I believe, a Chinese actress. Hmm. Uh -huh. Charlize Theron. She made 17. Charlize Theron made 16.5. Amy Adams, 13.5. And still in the top 10, Julia Roberts with 13. Hmm. Number nine, Mila Kunitz. 
And number 10, well, she made 11. And number 10, Deepa Pandukoni. And I think she is a Bollywood star. She made $10 million. Here's the thing. Number one and number two, not too bad. 46 and 33, nowhere near 68 and 65. Mm-hmm. But you start getting a little off at number like There's an immense five. drop off. Yeah, I was going to say number five, five is, is Jackie Chan with 49 yeah. million. And then you're talking five, four and five is Jennifer Anderson with 20. How much does number Bing 10 Bing make? 17. Who? How much does number 10 make? For the women, number 10, 10 million. million. 10 million. Yeah. That's it. Damn. Yeah. That's one so fourth of what. She's a Bollywood star. Yeah, that's one fourth of what Jennifer Lawrence made. Right. Damn. Exactly. So the, there is a big, big difference. Did you say that you saw that uh, my favorite actress, comedian? Oh, Amy Schumer. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, sarcastic. By yeah. <laughs> she got her. She got a raise, right? She got a raise. She she demanded a raise from Netflix uh, because Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle were getting paid. Nobody knows how much they're getting paid because it's still private information but it was a large sum of money and she wanted to either get a raise or match what they got paid and she got a raise she got a raise nobody knows how much it is i don't think she got matched nobody knows if it's matched but everybody says that she got a raise nobody knows the exact amount so here's the thing to me i don't think she's as big as chris rock and dave yeah yeah that's so i don't think she deserves that much money not because she's a female no i just don't think she's as big yeah no that's yes you're right not because she's a woman absolutely not let's not not, let's put that to bed right now is she not as big because she's a woman that's a different topic Topic, yeah but as as just as a comedian no whether you're male or female she is not as big you're talking about the two biggest comedians of their time pretty much right now yeah exactly yeah and Chappelle. Mm -hmm. well kevin hart and all them oh kevin hart too yeah yeah of course yeah but but as far as the granddaddies go right now right now them too yeah especially for well i don't want to bring that up but especially as far as like black comedians go, mm. it's you can those bring it up, two. dude. This is an so, open forum, buddy. Yeah, those two are your your alphas right now. Mm-hmm. Even though Kevin Hart is by far Ahead the superstar right yeah. now, he is. Kevin Hart is leaving. got his points, and then like like Steel Saunders said last episode, he's going to have his fame points, and he's his star is much bigger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are. Basically at the forefront. Until Eddie Murphy makes Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Man, and you know what? I just, back, I just watched God. Raw yesterday. Oh, oh so good. My goodness, man. Great. I wish we, we need that Eddie back. We can ask him yeah. what he thinks about uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy! Fuck you! Fuck you, Eddie! We, we need that Eddie Murphy back. Yeah. Eddie yeah. Murphy Raw, mm-hmm. that, that guy. We sure do. We back. sure do. So there you have it, guys. The top 10 female and and uh, male actresses and actors of 2017 so far. We're going to talk about it for a second because first reviews of it, first, um, not reviews because they were not allowed to, to give the reviews out yet, but the first response reactions, reactions of in yeah. Twitter were out and they were unbelievable. Uh, we're not going to read all of them, but just to get a gist, I read a couple that said not only the best movie of 2017, the best, best movie I've seen in 10 years. Uh, it's written well, it's directed well. Funny thing was on almost all the tweets that I read. Hmm. It's funny. It has a heart. It's romantic, and it's bloody and scary. <laughs> so I can't wait to see this thing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And if you are near an Alamo Draft House, especially the one in Austin, remember a couple of months ago we talked about they did a Jaws in somewhere in somewhere in, the, where in it was. the water. Yeah, in the but water. they did it in the water. Yeah, at well, night. Yeah. yeah, and then for Wonder Woman, they did a female screening only. For Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're doing a clown-only screening. That's, wait, 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 that's wait, wait, not people, cool. So go ahead and say it. So earlier this year, the Alamo Draft House Theater chain found itself in the spotlight when they scheduled a Wonder Woman woman-only screening, which quickly became a controversial issue. A few crazy males went 
Hey, I want to be there. <laughs> a few months later, the Draft House location in Austin has announced on its Facebook page that it will be holding a special screening of It on Saturday, September 9th at 7 p.m. But you'll only be able to attend if you're dressed as a clown. So sorry to the folks out there who don't like painting their faces or dressed in goofy costumes. That's not going to work for you. No. And this report came out of Cinema Blend. Uh, if you live in Austin and have a hankering to see It Saturday night, at 7, you'll need to go elsewhere if you're not dressed up as a clown. For those of you who are clowns, there will be a face painter on hand for a top-notch photo booth, face painting, and everything. That's so if you live cool. in Austin area or close to Austin area, if you want to go and you don't want have clown outfits, they'll paint your fucking face. <laughs> so if you're terrified of, of clowns, then this is not the place for you, man. Avoid that movie theater. Can you and avoid that movie. Yeah, that's avoid true. <laughs> Just all in general. Commercials, I, the movie, merchandise. If like they would just have random clowns come in in, oh, in and out right. of the theater. Oh, that would be... Stewie, what the hell did you do? I opened my closet and there was an evil clown in there, so I killed him. Oh my god, he wasn't evil. He was just a guy I hired from the party store to help you get over your fear of clowns. We gotta get rid of his body. Wait, why? Well, somebody might come around looking for him. Yeah, who? The hot chick who dates the birthday clown? His parents who are so proud of their son, the birthday clown? Yeah, I suppose you're right. Holy... Yeah, I, I'm sure see, they will, dude. I'm sure they will. See, see, but the thing that, but okay, the, you're sitting there and you're in your yucko get up, yucko. and I look over and I see shakes over here, the clown over there dressed <laughs> up, and then Yaks is on the other side of me. I don't know if I'm gonna be too intimidated by the movie. So I'm the key, be like, I'm better than that guy. My balloon animals are much better than the other guy. See, but the key question here is how many cars are they going to take to go to the movie theater? Uh, no. Nice try. Like you like that? that? Yeah. You like that? Because you know, clown car thing. How like many? That? What? Cars. Many car yeah, the parking's going to be perfect. Per yeah, the parking's going to be funny. empty. You know, you get 40 clowns in the car, you're good. That's true. And then, good and then number a good one, dude. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. And then number two. Lord help any child who has to go to the bathroom at any oh point in time God. on that day. Because, you know, the, the, somebody's not going to know this. And somebody's going to take their kid to go see the nut job, too, or some something like that. The kid's like, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. There's like 40 clowns in the bathroom. He's, he's going to die. He's going to piss and shit himself. And then he's oh, traumatized yeah. for yeah, life, you know? Like, I already went to the bathroom, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so bad. Fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Well, there you have it. I cannot wait for it, guys. I am very excited for this Stephen King remake. I just, I am, I don't know. I think this is going to be everything that we want it to be. 80s, scary, Who's funny. Who's we? You're going to be right next yeah, to me, Yeah, you're going to be right there. You can hold on. Oh, I wish you guys, we had like a, some kind of reaction video. A body cam. Watching. You just have it pointed at What, like a GoPro at my chest looking up in my face? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, those like. Well, they have those. Yeah. Those screen, they do. Those yeah. yeah. Screening yeah. Yeah. yeah, where it's night vision. You the see night vision. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. You see me cry. Yeah, wonderful. Gonna be, you're going to be holding my hand. Oh, God. When you're a kid, I think that you'll always be protected cared for we like hanging with you thanks you shouldn't think us too much hanging out with us makes you a loser too <laughs> but when you're alone as a kid the monsters see you as weaker you don't even know they're getting closer until it's too late well, but where's the poison ivy nowhere okay well i'm starting to get itchy i'm pretty sure this is not do you use the same bathroom as your mother sometimes yeah then you probably have crabs. That's so not funny. Aren't you guys coming in? Uh-uh. It's gray water. What the hell's gray water? It's basically 
piss and shit. So I'm just telling you, you guys are splashed around in millions of gallons of dairy pee. So, what are you, are you serious? What are you? Doesn't smell like caca to me, senor. Have you ever heard of a staff infection? Also, staff this is infection. This is so unsanitary. You're literally, this is literally like swimming inside of a toilet bowl right now. You're the reason why we're in this position right guys. now. Guys! Whose sneaker is it? It's Betty Ripsom's. What if she's still here? All right, so there is your random shmeals, guys. And let's get into some really geek stuff real quick, some Marvel. Okay, so there was a new preview, a new trailer for Ragnarok that came out, mm-hmm. but not the U.S. It was a Japanese trailer, and there were some new scenes in it. So let's listen, uh, see if you could pick up on some of the stuff on the Thor Japanese Ragnarok trailer. Thor, I sense a great change in your future. Destiny has dire plans for you, my friend. I have dire plans for Destiny. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. I thought you'd be glad to see me. Asgard is dead. You'll be reborn in my image. We need to stop her here and now. To prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So they're putting together a team. Like the old days. Surprise! This will be such fun. Hello. Hi. I don't know He's a fighter. I'm not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of again? Mighty Sun, Battle Royale! We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. But hawk like raging fire. Thor like smoldering fire. There was your Thor Japanese Ragnarok trailer. Mm-hmm. Which was cool because you need to watch this because there, there's some visuals that are are not in the US version. And the whole thing opens, if you've heard you heard it, it opens with Doctor Strange talking yep. to him. Talking to Def- Thor. Yeah. Talking to Thor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks really cool. The trailer was m- all kinds of different things that we haven't seen. Some of the stuff, obviously, we've seen, but yes. some cool new shots. And it's just going to get better and better and better from here. And we cannot wait. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. months. Cannot wait. Is there a new show, Marvel show coming out? The Gifted. Is that a Marvel show? Uh, it's, or is it it's like... A, it's a mutant... Fox Marvel. It's Fox Marvel, based on Marvel characters, yes. Uh-uh. Based on some X characters. I don't know about all this. I saw a commercial for Gotham, and I saw Bruce Wayne put on his... Like a mask. 12-year-old Bruce Wayne? No, he's like 13, 14. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Okay, Big so when difference. I... Th- okay, here's... here's Go right ahead. Here's the thing. When I looked at that and I saw that, and I, and I exactly thought of Les getting upset at it, and I thought to myself, why is this any different than a comic book retconning or a comic book having a side story that has nothing to do with the origin of Batman, but they do it all the time in comics? Why is it okay for comics, but it's not okay for television to do this? Hmm. Less. 
Hmm. That's hmm. a good question. Like, yeah, why why do people get so mad when they tinker with television? Because it has to be clearly stated. But in comics, they fuck around with things all the but time. But that's I mean, the look point, at, though. It's look a at Flashpoint. Com- in, in, Flashpoint is like, let's completely change everything. Yeah, but that's the thing about comics is that it's already a precedented thing. It's already set. Those are part of the rules of of dealing with comic books or having comic books. Why can't television do this? Because it's based on those. So if this was an original show and they decided to do something, then that's a different story. If they're taking it from something that's already been yeah, said. Yeah, but it's not. It's Look, movies do it and you guys don't go crazy. You used to go crazy, but movies do it all the time <laughs> and you guys don't go apeshit. People go do go apeshit. So yeah, I know people do. People go apeshit. It, it has to be pulled off in a certain way. The way Disney Marvel has been handling the Avengers and even the Spider-Man, the way they redid Homecoming, you can stomach some of the things that you see. So you can say it's okay to have a good-looking Aunt May instead of an older, oh, it's more very, mature it's very okay. Aunt May. You know, <laughs> when people are sticklers for little things like that, when you put Bruce Wayne, who, if anyone's read Batman Year One, he didn't put the bat suit on when he was 13. Yeah, but that nope. was Batman Year One. When did that come out? Last it doesn't matter. It does matter. Anyone who's anyone knows this that. Is the vision of he this never knew he directors. was going to be Batman. He didn't know, oh yeah, I'm going to go ahead and be Batman. He went through a whole process mm-hmm. of training and understanding and being fueled the by the vengeance yeah. Yeah, I get that, and dude. all that but stuff. That's and then Batman. coming upon. Why can't somebody have their version of Batman? Look, Everyone can. Look, this is a great. This is a great segue because the next thing we're talking about is the Joker origin story. Great. People are shitting on. Most people on the internet world, mm-hmm. the world wide web, the interwebs, the interwebs, yes. they are not happy with this idea. Right? They're not uh, happy. I don't mind this idea and only you know because what? I found out that Martin Scorsese is very heavily favored to produce. And be in charge. And he may handle it right, but I think the reason why there should be an issue is because I don't think there is a definitive origin story There's for not. the Joker. Bingo. There's not. Exactly. So There's why not. okay, so why is TV or movie why is a movie going to set the precedence for a character who's been around forever? Why but why not? Look You need the look, comic books to do that first. Look, okay. Did the Chris Nolan did the Christopher Nolan Batman stories go exactly to a T on how it was supposed to go down? You can say that because Batman Year One, which is Batman Begins, is him taking on the mob, him learning how to become who he becomes. Now, did he go over to China and spend some time in jail? I don't know about that part, but him did training. Did go lie to him? Uh, I don't know about that part either, mm. but him going and getting all the training and all those things. Was it delivered differently? But it, yes, but it still followed as close to the line as it could. Mm-hmm. So yes, he took down the mob. He did all those things that he does. He made the mistakes he made. He was he ended up facing and finding out bigger things out there. Now, as far as an origin story for the Joker, or like I said, having a show like Gotham have Bruce Wayne at 13 years old put on a cowl? No, 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 no. What did he put on? No, no, it's just a mask, dude. He's not putting on okay, a cowl. No, mask He's, is a mask. Bruce Wayne in this is learning how to be a vigilante. Learning how to take down the evil and the bad that are, that are in the city. And, by the way, this story is not the main focus of Gotham. It's just si- it's a side story. Of course. So it's not him putting on No, and I understand that, but it's... If you're reading from the pages of comics that have been around for 30-some-odd years then that's like gospel. It's already been set in stone. It's ironclad. If they retcon things, 
that just comes with the territory. Like it's just it it is part of what comics are. It's part and parcel with comics. You can it in some TV shows do that. But to sit there and then say, okay, now because of what happened on Gotham or this Joker origin story that we're going to come up with, that will set things going forward from here on out. That's almost kind of crazy. It's like ass backwards. It's putting the horse behind the cart. Let me tell you what's going on. So the Hangovers, Todd Phillips, has been partnered with 8 Mile Scott Silver to pen a Joker origin story. And Deadline reported this last week, by the way. The movie will be part of a new DC movies banner that's intended to expand the canon of the DC properties and have different actors playing the comic book company's characters. Mm. That's unconnected to the DCEU continuity. Okay. That, that's all so, that has to be said. Then. Yeah. So in the case of this Joker movie, the plan is to make a gritty, gr- gritty and dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Haas. A gritty and grounded, hard-boiled crime film set in where? What decade? 80s. The 80s. In Gotham City. <laughs> of course. So as far as the actor who's going to be playing them, there's no word on that. It's got to be somebody younger than Jared Leto. So this will have nothing to do. And here's the problem, like you just said, and I'm sorry for cutting you no, off. No, you're not cutting me off. Go ahead. It's already saying... That it's supposed to be unconnected. That means it has no real influence on the pages. But all you're going to get is someone like Brian Hitch to come along and say, you know what? Yeah, I'll write that. And then all of a sudden they're going to take this movie in and write that into a, a comic book. Well, that's not their fault, dude. And it's going to jack everything up, You do not want to see Martin Scorsese produce. Oh, I, I do. I, I, no, I would, I would love to on, see how, that. How about this? Martin Scorsese produced and direct. Of course, Joker it's a origin crime. story, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then, well, if it's Scorsese, let's ask him to take it where the Joker actually debuted, which was like in the forties. Okay, so, so hold on. like mobster, and, and mobster. Why not? Isn't yeah, there a Joker origin stories. I, if I remember correctly, no, no. It, it, under the Red Hood is a uh, wait, not under the Red Hood. No, I read a comic about five, six years ago. I can't tell you if it was it was Killing Joke or it was the does the Owls. They showed his dad, Joker's dad, being a comedian. Or was that Joker? And in him and his wife, something happened. That's Under the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the the film, the animated film is called Under the Red Hood. Okay. I think it may actually be the same title as the the graphic novel. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it is. It's yeah. a loose origin. It's not a, a true. There is... Even even there, it's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So there is no real origin story. There is no real Joker. Doesn't have a, a, an alias and nothing. all his ego. He is just no. I know there. that. I know that. And so, even in Christopher Nolan's, he makes up yeah two or three, three different stories. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So Scorsese does carry the weight, and I'm okay with that. I just don't. And, and as long as they stick to their guns, I think that I'm not. I'm, people are going to su- support this. How about Tarantino directing a Scorsese-produced film about the Joker? See, that'd be great too. Holy shit! See, no, that's awesome. Who directs it and who produces it is very important. But the most important thing is is that this needs to stay, will be, and stay separate from if it is its own movie. Separate, all, all, all on its own. That's fine, but this makes a lot of money, which most likely it will. They're gonna try in some way to connect it to something. Well, see, that's that's the thing that annoys me. And then also, okay. number two is that, like Les said, there's no definitive origin story to the Joker, and that's the way it should stay. Nobody knows why or who or for what reason he does these things. That's what makes him terrifying. You know, the penguin, he does it, he does it for money. Two Face does it for money and cause he's kind of nuts. You know, the Riddler, he just, he's just crazy. He likes games. The Joker, you don't know why. You really don't know why. He is the, he is the, the wild card in Gotham. Why he did it, you don't know. There's, there's one where he tried to trademark fish. Joker fish. Why? 
who knows shit like that nobody else would do something like that so the reason to to put a reason on why he is so insane and such a maniac i think i think hurts his character i don't think it's good okay they're gonna make it if they've already put yeah, it out there and if scorsese is rumored to be on board fine i'm not against it i'm just saying back to what started this whole thing in the first place there are literary examples out there so for every story even if we get into sherlock holmes or any of the uh frankensteins all the print you know mary shelley stuff Mm -hmm. you can tweak and mess around with some of those things but you stay as close to the line as possible that's the only reason comics are a, a a literary medium so some things come with the territory. You wouldn't want to see a Yoda origin story? I would love to. And you I know would. what? I would love that. There is Dark Horse made. Yeah, those don't count anymore. And then they don't count. And that's what sucks mm-hmm. because there was a run where Yoda was young and he had two tiny lightsabers, like little <laughs> size, and he was just tearing it up. Okay, dude. but. And that would have been Yoda's, amazing to Yoda see. Yoda has an ambiguous um, origin. Origin. We don't know anything about no. Yoda. And, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Other than, the, you know. Exactly. The and and it's left now. that way. Did we get some some history from some of the Jedi we know? Yeah, we did. Through uh, Lu- uh, Lucas saying, you know what? I've always had these on the shelf. But that's the thing. He's always had them on the shelf. He had the prequels, right? He had the original three he episodes. Says he did, yeah. Well, he says he did. Okay. He, he, says he had the idea for them. He yeah. didn't have them fully but they were fleshed there. out. Let's yeah. just say. They were there. Yeah. You can't create there. a story like that without having something to begin with. Oh, no, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they were, they were sitting around collecting some dust and he's like, I got to get these done. So I understand that. But to, I mean, if it, if it expands the cinematic universe or makes it to where the, uh, characters can be portrayed by other actors and, and you get more work out of it and you get more story or you get to build things up. Great. But you're still going to the same, create the same Joker that we've all read and seen. So you're going to see, and, and we have different incarnations of him, but it's still the same. He's just a crazy wild card who just does things either out of fun, where it's hilarious to him, or he just says, you know what? I'm bored. So why mm-hmm. not? And that's the thing about the Joker. So, all right. All right. I'm, I'm okay with. I'm debate. okay with if Scorsese's behind it. That's great. And I, I got really excited. I just when I saw Scorsese's. Name. Yes, mm-hmm. if Scorsese's behind it, he's not gonna ruin it. He is definitely gonna look at the source material. He's well, not gonna yeah. throw and that think shit about, out. And think about. Uh, and he'll honor a it. Departed so, style or uh, exactly. good fella style, like a mobster. Yeah. No, and that's what Joker does anyway. Cool. He brings yeah. in other criminals or whatever to mm-hmm. do stuff. At the end of the day. They don't know that he's got the triple cross already set up and yeah, he just looks at all of them, them like, yeah. oh, sorry, Two-Face, you were never part, you weren't supposed to make it this far. Push him off something, look at Penguin and go seriously. And then Penguin's like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. You know, and then the only one that'll stand like a moron is the Riddler. <laughs> like what's going on right now in jokes and riddles, they're just going at it back and forth because the Riddler needs the attention. Mm-hmm. He's all about the attention. So is jokes and riddles, a sequel to shits and giggles. Aha! Shits and giggles should be the sequel to jokes and riddles. That'd be funny. Shits and giggles should be our podcast name. Shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Well, we can't have shits though. Well, you can put symbols and shits and giggles. The Sith list shits and giggles. That should be a segment though, for sure. Shiggles. Yeah. Shiggles. Why not? Well, there you go. That was some good, good debate though. Yeah. I, um, I'm interested in, in film wise, I'm interested in a good movie. And if Martin Scorsese stuck to it and they get a good writer, which Eight Mile was a great movie, mm-hmm. 
uh, I don't know about the Hangover uh, writer. I don't know what else he's done, Todd Phillips, but I don't is know. he the director or the writer? You no, said? they're just got those two guys to write. They don't have a director yet, and they don't have a Joker yet. So hmm. we'll see. Where that's that going to be some and big you know, shoes to fill. Everybody and their yeah. brothers are going to want this Jerome kid that's in Gotham to play because people because he does portray an amazing. No, and then that's another thing. You're character. getting he's really good, exactly, and that's another thing. So you look at Gotham, and a lot of like you said, so a lot of people are taking this as gospel. They're taking this show as this is exactly what we want. This is exactly what it should be. And it's like the Jerome no. guy is the Joker the for that show. If they want it to be their version, let it happen to for them. If you don't like it, well, then you don't watch it. Like, you're not watching it. No, that's if true. people don't want to watch a Joker origin film, then don't fucking watch it. I want to watch a good movie that has something to do with geekdom, that has one of the greatest directors of all time and producers of all time linked to it. Yes. Why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two That's out of three ain't bad. But I understand what you guys are saying, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's move on to some Star Wars news. Not not good news, though, unfortunately. Han Solo has cut out Michael K. Williams. Yeah. And Michael K. Williams is a great actor. You might have seen him in Boardwalk Empire. Empire I'm sorry. Yes. He was the, also in The Wire. The Wire. Omar. Yeah. He is a fantastic, fantastic actor. He did all his scenes already. When this huh. horrible situation with the directors happened... They wanted to go back and reshoot some stuff with him, and uh, that did not work out with his schedule. That sucks. Right. So Variety had a a uh, a article on their website, and it talked directly talked to him. Well, they didn't talk to him, but Deadline again uh, sat down with Williams, and he explained when Ron Howard got hired to finish out the film, there were some reshoot issues that needed to be done in regards to my character. In order for that to match the new direction which the producers wanted Ron to carry the film in, that would require me on a plane a month ago to London to Pinewood to do reshoots. But I'm here on location in Africa. It's scheduling. I'm not going to be back on the market until the end of November, until the Sundance TV series Happen Leonard. And for them to wait that long for me, that would have pushed back the release date, which I believe is still May 2018. They wanted me now. I couldn't go, so they had to clip, clip, clip. So unfortunately, there's a bunch of scenes already done, and they're not going to use them at all. And I think his character had a lot to do with, um, I forgot her real name, but Daenerys. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark's character. Kira? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kira. Kira? Kira. Kira, Kira it's spelled yeah. a little differently. I think yeah. it's Kara, yeah. Kara, yeah. So there you have it. Unfortunately, we're not going to get Michael Williams, and that would have been a great thing to see on screen mm-hmm. with all the rest of them. And if you haven't seen... Ron Howard's tweets, definitely go and check them yeah. out. He is tweeting something every day. He doesn't uh-huh. give a shit about yeah. the, uh, you know, the leaks and stuff. But they're not like crazy leaks. No. They're just little pictures, but they're still really cool. Yeah, it's awesome to see. Way yeah. more than JJ did. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And then uh, also, um, Happen Leonard is supposed to be a pretty solid show. Really? Yeah, it's on... Uh, is he a main character in it? Yeah, him, oh, cool. it's on, I think it's on Sundance. Oh, I think great. you just said Sundance. Yeah, it's on yeah, Sundance. Yeah. Sundance. I don't know if it's out already, but I've seen a couple of... Uh, Little teasers for it, and it's just backwoods, uh, interracial buddy cop, shoot them up, just blowing each other, blowing hmm. things up. Looks great. Okay, cool. Cool. I got a question for you guys. I, I, I don't know where I heard this question, but I thought this would be a perfect question. I'm going to ask you guys each, if you were able to live in a video game, mm. which video game would you live in? Huh. That's, That's a great question. That right? is a very good question. So if you had a chance to live in any video game, <laughs> which video game would you live in? I already know my answer. You know your answer? Yeah. Shoot. Well, obviously, I would live in the Star Wars 
Super Super Star Wars games uh, on Super Nintendo, but let's just let's let's put Star Wars away. Um, I would love to live in Kingdom Hearts, huh? Just because you can hmm. live in multiple different things. I can mm-hmm. do the Aladdin. I can do Lion King. I could do Final Fantasy. I could do everything, which that would be really really cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to live in the game It. That's for <laughs> sure. Not, not It. Um, was that no, no, not it. I'm sorry. Resident Evil. No, no, the one I always talk about. D, D, D. Not uh-huh. it. It's D. Oh. Definitely would not live in D. No. Hey, right, Carlos, what do you got? Um, <laughs> this might be a little bit of a cop out, kind of an easy answer, but Grand Theft Auto. Oh well, no, that's cool. There's a lot of shit to do. Like every single day I wake up, I could do something completely different, <laughs> and it would just make me giggle. So uh, I think I would do that. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Hmm. Would you be like you just be running over people and shit? And one day, and then the next day you'll try Fly to a plane. And yeah, yeah, and then third day you'll try to make some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually cool. That's actually a good one. I wouldn't mind that one. Less. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, he's gonna pick Destiny. But, uh, actually, I would like to have lived there. But, um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna take it back to Super Nintendo. Okay. And, uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future game? There's a yeah. game? I don't remember Back to the Future. It's so, yes. Oh my God, I remembered yeah. and it was a son of a bitch. It was hard. Yes. I just got hit right now, like, with memories. <laughs> yes, dude. Either that or oh, Paperboy. Oh, wow. Well, you wanna ride a bike all day? Yeah, I've had to chuck paper at stuff. Break windows. Those dogs too? fucking chase after you. <laughs> swarms of bees too. I would, I would take it back to like eighties games. Skater like, die. yeah, that one too. I was just gonna say that. I would take it. Seven twenty. Any of those games. Uh, another game that I played a lot that was probably cool was uh, Fester's Quest. Oh, I don't remember. Fester's and you're you're basically Fester, and you have to go save the Adams family. But the neighborhood that you're running through, it's like Back to the Future. So the neighborhood you're going through, you just you like open doors of people's houses, and I look at you like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> so yeah, it's just something cool like that, dude. Yeah, I thought that was a cool question. Yeah, that was pretty good. I don't know where I heard it, but I thought it was a great question. We're gonna, that should be thought, man. You get your head taken off a lot in that. Dude. That's the problem. That's what you I was worried about. You get left there, right. No, no, yeah, but as long as I respond. What, what if you were waiting outside your house every day like, man, fuck this, dude. We're getting yeah. him right now. <laughs> Somebody drives by, drive by, game over. Well, Son of a house, bitch, dude, I got to yeah, respond, dude. yeah. Oh, you'd be on edge all day. Yeah. Because, but I got I got walk across the street to the gun store. Buy say, like I Madden want. or something, but those those fuckers get hurt too on Madden. Man. Yeah, they do. I don't want to get hurt. As yeah. long as if you're a 100 rating, then you're okay. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, you're if invincible. You the, if you had the injuries off, I'd be in Madden maybe. No fatigue. <laughs> no fatigue. No fatigue. My God. <laughs> and, and an easy life. Playing NHL 96 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, not not NHL uh, 94 because they made their heads. You can make yeah, your head bleed. bust wide open when you yeah. hit the ice after a fight. Just like the swingers that were playing that. Like, oh, I'm going to make I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed right now. <laughs> I wish they still had fights in this game so I could bitch slap Wayne. Wait a minute, I'm fighting anymore. Oh, doesn't that suck? Why'd they get rid of the fighting? It's the best part of the old version. I think kids were hitting each other or something, man. Yeah, but you know what, Mike? You can make their heads bleed on this one. Make somebody's head bleed. Not one well, playoffs. I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99. All right, so there is that little question for you. Now, we're going to get into an email, a voicemail, and an email. So let's listen to the king of all kings, royalty himself. We missed him last week, mm-hmm. but we got him this week. Yes. King Tom. King Tom. Gentlemen, the King. Hey, Raj Boo and Les. King Tom here. How are you guys doing? Um, 
got a little bit of a kind of roundabout question for you. Yeah. So usually this time of year, I mean, at least growing up, all you'd hear about is what TV shows are coming up. Um, but TV shows have kind of changed a lot um, over the past five or ten years because of Netflix and online uh, channels like Hulu. Um, and also they're making different kind of shows. So there's really not as much of a, you know, big push for September. There are some things, you know, I haven't watched The Defenders yet. I want to get into that. Um, Gifted, I think I want to start watching. But really there's not a whole lot I can, you know, new shows that I see out there um, that I, you know, want to get into. I'm more likely to rewatch something old than I am something new. Um, and that's got me thinking about Lost a lot. I'm kind of in the middle of a rewatch of that. That's a while back. Um, it's just taken me forever to get through. And back around the time Lost ended, you know, Cues and Lindelof said, if ABC wants to do a reboot or a remake, let them, but they don't want to be involved. And I used to be against that, but after seeing how they've handled um, Marvel and Star Wars, I don't know. I don't think a Lost reboot would be a bad idea or a relaunch. Um what do you guys think about that? I think there'd be a, a right way to tell the story, you know, have maybe one of the original survivors, um, an offshoot of Dharma or um, Widmore and his people. Um, I don't know. I think that would be an interesting story uh, and one that could be told well. Obviously, it wouldn't be a show about people lost on the beach, but really, after the third season or so, it wasn't about life on the beach anyway. And I think audiences are more focused. It probably wouldn't get as big an audience. But it would be a more focused show. Um, and people would expect that. So, I don't know. I'd be for that, and I'd be more for that than I used to be. What do you guys think? Anyway, thanks for keeping up the great podcast, and I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. King of all toms, thank you for that voicemail. Great mm-hmm. question. And a great idea here. So, let me think about this. You want a lost reboot, but not necessarily people lost on an island, but just a Dharma initiative perspective. Um, I'm just going back. I also recently rewatched Lost because uh, Lorena hadn't watched it and she was addicted to it. And we, I watched every single episode. But I'm trying to think, obviously, definitely not a reboot because I think one thing that Lost had for it was the mystery mm-hmm. behind it. And what is this? What is that? I'm not going to spoil it for people that haven't watched it because it cost for me is Boo, who hasn't seen it yet. Yes. <laughs> Send your tweets to Boo. Uh, the Sithless Boo. Sithless Boo. At Sithless Boo. Atlas Sithless Boo. There it is. <laughs> but I think maybe a Dharma initiative show that's creepy, that we don't know exactly what is going on again, I think it would work. And maybe they can refer refer to some of the the characters that were in the original. I think so much time has gone by now for Lost that they're going to run into what is that, who is this, and what is this storyline. So maybe um, it would work, King Tom. And if you, there are some great shows that are out there in TV land. Narcos is starting back up. Yay. Narcos is fantastic. I've always pushed Bloodline. And I know you still haven't watched it, King Tom. How dare you? <laughs> and Les and Boo. <laughs> There's also uh, The Defenders. Yes. That is out. And people are loving it, right? Mm-hmm. People are really, really liking it. So, yes. And we're going to talk about that in a second. <clears throat> so, yeah, there, there's some good stuff out there. I, there's just so much stuff out there. It's hard to keep up with things. And all these – I mean, I can't get into all these like gifted and inhumans and a lot of mutant shit mm-hmm. that I can't really get into. Uh, but 
Lost Dharma Initiative reboot would be interesting. I would be. Would that be would considered be a spinoff? Yes. Yeah, like a spinoff, not a reboot. I, I don't think, think that'd be cool as yeah, a spinoff. I don't yeah. think a reboot would work with Lost. No, no, you can't reboot that. No. Well, it, it would just be like uh, Fear the Walking Dead, where you have a different perspective, a different side of the country, but the same issue going Interesting, on. Interesting, but not an island, something and that, else. That's, yeah. in, in, in okay. essence, a spinoff. Yeah, 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 yeah it is a spinoff, yes. Yeah, I would say yes, absolutely. Yeah. For that one. What do you think? That's, no, I agree with you. Okay. If they're going to spin off, that's the other thing to go back to our debate. You create a universe when you create a show. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of all the different things going on and with lost there's so much there's alternate timelines there's the dharma initiative there's organizations that ben was a part of yeah let's not go into it fully yeah you know i'm just saying there's all these different things you could really play around with and make spinoffs for forever if you really wanted to you can probably do that with a ton of shows so i'd have no issue with that last you remember we watched lost when it was on television every thursday night or whenever it was was. every wednesday wednesday night Remember, they used to have commercials that had the Dharma Initiative on there. You had com- commercials. No, and it was one of those. They had fake websites. Yes. That you would go on and they just were just the best of you. No, 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 dude. It awesome, was, dude. it was the, the marketing and the, oh. the, like I said, the, you, you create a universe and for JJ and them to. You don't know him. You can't call him JJ. I'm just saying, man. JJ, Dino Mike. No. <laughs> oh, JJ Washington. JJ Walker. <laughs> JJ Washington or Walker? Oh, come on. What is it? Don't make me try to remember. Oh, you don't remember? His name was Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. His real name was Jimmy Walker. JJ, I don't remember his name. Uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, Dino <laughs> But anyway. Dino Uh Yes, they were the first. I mean, that was probably the first show to immerse you completely in a universe to give you the whole like spectrum. So, yes, you could go on the website or you could go on a search thing and type in flight. What, what was it, 805 or... Oh, God. It definitely wasn't People are going to be mad as fuck. Uh-huh. Oz is going to be very upset. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Burkhart. But we all know, yeah. Whatever happened to flight, such and such number. And then all these things would come up, and it was all fake news. But it was like, Oceana flight, such and such, went down over this or landed over here. Yeah, it was great. So spinoff would be cool of any kind because there's so much that you can do with all the different uh, things you posit when you create a universe, even as expansive as Lost. So I would be totally up for it. Flight Oceanic 815. Thank you. You're welcome. I apologize, everyone. Yeah. And Boo can't answer this question. No, I have no idea. I did look at him a couple times, too. Like, got it over there? <laughs> so we were we should have probably talked about this in the Marvel section, but let's talk a little Defenders. I've watched three episodes, so without spoiling the Defenders for people, that first episode I saw I really liked because the editing and the filters and the colors pretty much did exactly what that character's show was. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Jessica Jones had this light blue filter. Yeah, there's a different, there's a different hue for yeah. everybody. Very yeah, different hue for everybody. The music for Luke Cage was very hip. No, and his was yellow. Street. His tones were like his yellow. Yeah. Were yellow. Yeah, yellow. So tones. I love that about it. I really did. That was that was great. And the second episode was kind of like eh, setting it up. And then the third episode, it was awesome. I loved the battle in the tower. That was the, pretty cool. That was really cool. That was freaking amazing. So without giving it up, I am very invested in it. Not. A huge fan of Iron Fist, but he's not annoying me as much. But you guys are telling me he's going to annoy me more. He gets worse. Okay, what do you think about the? Uh, so I I finished the show. I finished the show. Um, are we going to spoil it or no? No, no we're spoil not spoiling it because I haven't seen it. Yeah, Rod hasn't seen it. <laughs> Fuck. What you just generally? What do you think about the show? It was good. Iron Fist gets more annoying. He he turns into the center or the main 
not the main character, but the the main focal point in the show, which hurt the show. Everybody else. In your opinion. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's two two of the same opinions I've heard. Somebody else told me that they try to push Iron Fist on you because how bad the actual show was. Yeah. They try to make it up on this show. Makes it worse. That's what somebody else told me. Yeah. Makes it worse. So he's the main focal point, and that's and that's uh that that creates more of an issue. And but the one thing I did like is how it brought light that everything and everybody. Every almost every bad thing that goes on in New York City and everybody's affected by the hand. Yeah, so it's, and that's not a spoiler. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, throughout the shows you start to figure out that yeah. the hand is everywhere. First episode you figure. Yeah. So uh, and then it, that that brings light to everybody saying, "Oh shit, we have to f- we have to come together to fight the hand," which is pretty cool. Uh, that uh, you see more in depth stuff into the hand, which is pretty cool. Cool characters. Um, overall, the show is pretty good. If there was less Iron Fist, it would be better because he's just an awful character. There's no, there's no, uh, evolution to him. There's no expansion on him. All he is is Danny Rand, Iron Fist. That's it. And he says his fucking name like 17 times, which annoyed the shit out of me. But everybody else did really, really good. The, the interactions with the non-main characters, but they're, I guess, sidekicks in the show mm-hmm. like jessica jones is uh her yeah, friend um the nurse and luke cage and then um and then uh what's it? They're, they're, yeah actually they're they're, they're they're she's better than he is um Kali, their interaction and then with daredevil and and his lawyer friend and and the reporter now their interactions are really good so overall the show is the show is pretty good i just wish there was less uh iron fist but it is it is nice to see all three of them you together. rank it where in the so Daredevil one and two, season one and two are my top. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Defenders, and then Iron and then Iron Ooh, Fist. Wow, okay. Because I have right now Daredevil one is my favorite, mm-hmm. and then Luke Cage, Daredevil two, Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones too. Most people didn't, um, and then I I only watched four episodes of Iron Fist and I stopped. So good. Les, what do you think about Defenders? Without giving any information up, I'm just gonna say this: it was exactly what you would get in an origin or an opening arc for a new team in a comic book. Mm -hmm. So if you pick up the defenders one, it's going to show you page one is going to be character a page two is going to be character B. It's going to establish where they're located, what's going on. Then they're going to cross paths when they cross paths, even in the Avengers movie, they throw blows right away because it's, I got this, get out of the way. I can handle this. If you're in my way, I'm going to move you out of my way. Uh, I did finish the whole series. So without spoiling it, it is exactly what you'll get for the first 10 issues of a brand new comic forming a team. Okay. Establishing interaction. They throw blows. They finally come together. Hey. And they finally do what they have to do. All right. Well, you just ruined the fucking whole thing. Oh, so, come on. You know, they come together. <laughs> no, I didn't spoil it. That's yeah, what happens what if, if this was do. the Thunderbolts or if this was the uh, X-Men, the new X-Men team. It's it, the formula is all the same. I know, I know they're going to do it. So okay, just don't give me that thing. simple. Is there any cool surprises? Uh, the Punisher there's comes out. There's a lot out. of cool surprises. Uh, sure. No, the Punisher comes out. Oh, they said. No, there's a lot of cool surprises. I'll fuck with you. No, there's no and Punisher. And <laughs> fans of Misty Knight. If anybody knows who Misty Knight is, something happens in the show that happened in the comic books, too. So okay. we're going to, yeah, just if you're a fan of Misty Knight, is watch Misty Knight just the, for that. The, the, she's the she's, black she's, cop. She's the detective. She's the yeah. first one to have. And you know what? That's I'm sorry. I have to. It's not a spoiler, but 
the running thing for Luke Cage is let's go have coffee or we should have coffee. Yeah. yeah. And everything. And it basically just means we're going to, I want to dump Luke Cage. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is that there's three women on the show that he has slept with. Mm. There's three women yeah. on the show. And they, and one funny part is they all interact with each other and they all know that it happened. So I, and so they're I all guess okay you had coffee it. with them too. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Because Luke Cage is a pimp, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 ranking is. Shows, no shit. That's how it goes. Luke and, Cage. And something finally happens for somebody that I've been waiting since Daredevil 1. Okay. Something finally happens for somebody. It's a very right. good thing. Okay, don't and, tell me. Don't yeah. Tell me. No, no, no. You've already seen it, but this is for other people who haven't seen oh, it. Oh, okay. Thank God, because this has been... I've been waiting for her opportunity to happen. Okay. Uh, if I'm ranking the shows, it's Luke Cage number one, Daredevil number two, and Which then seasons? I, Which uh, seasons of Daredevil? Well, just the whole oh, okay, series. Okay, one and two. Okay, uh, and then I will say... Iron Fist over Jessica Jones. What? And the reason why I will say Iron Wrong. Fist is because there is a certain dynamic in the show. You have to, a certain thing to appreciate. If you look past garbage, the whole, like, yeah, the whole benevolent look past or the garbage, this look like past naive, the bad filmmaking. Like, yeah. if you just, it's not bad filming. It's just, if you look past the dumb, naive character that Finn Jones is portraying as Iron Fist, What's it's actually pretty again? good. Danny Rand. Thank you. Yeah, if you can look for past the that whole time. like, I'm, I'm a I'm a warrior monk that you know, and he's got this like weird deer in the headlights kind of thing. But going. what I, what I like, pretty what solid I liked about the, the first couple episodes, they make fun of that whole thing. Oh yeah, they yeah. they yeah they let him know like yeah. you can't be this dumb. That's really cool. So yeah, exactly. Okay, well there is your defenders <laughs> kind of review. We'll spoil it later on when mm-hmm. I actually watch it. So <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Have you finished Westworld? No. Oh, look at that. No, I know. Okay, so we had this email last week, and it's a great email, great listener. Johnny has sent us an email. Yeah. Thank you for sending that message. And the end of the message, don't worry, I ripped Boo, <laughs> and he is denying everything you're saying, yeah. but you'll get to hear it right now. Let, so let us specify that it's not Rogue One, Johnny. No, I, I, was, I was about to say, yeah, this is, this yeah, is this definitely is, not Rogue One, Johnny. This, yeah, this is my Johnny. Not yeah. the one and only Johnny Grosso. No, 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 this is my Johnny, yeah. This is Boo's Johnny, his roommate. Yes, Go so, ahead. all right, so here's Johnny's email. Hey, how's it going, gents? It's Johnny B. Just got done binging through the last few episodes. I got a couple of things I wanted to ask. Well, last few episodes of what, Boo? The Sith List. Nice. <laughs> That's right, Johnny. You get the nose to the stone, kiddo. <laughs> Well, a bit more than a couple, but I'll try to keep it light. This is a long email. He lied. First off, I have a question on The Last Jedi, more specifically about your talk on The Chosen One. Though I, uh, I wouldn't really mind the idea of it being more of a broad concept like lineage, I don't think that it would be right. It sounds too convenient and too much like a plot device to keep that main group important. There has been more uh, more to Star Wars than just the Skywalkers and their immediate inner circles. Rogue One proved that it can be done, so why not branch out a bit and maybe just enough that not a not a directly related to the usual squad from each generation. With that in mind, I don't think it would be seen um, in the right uh, perspective either. The Chosen One is said to bring balance to the Force, but not specifically from a Jedi, if I remember correctly. Now, that is Luke is saying the Jedi must end. The implications there that are there is more to the force than just to the light and dark and the general tone of a more neutral force than in the other trilogies. Do you think Rey or someone else in The Last Jedi will find secrets of it all and be the true chosen one, really bringing balance and not just finding favoring one side? I know we most likely won't get any solid answers to the last movie in the trilogy or maybe a standalone, but the origin of the Jedi, but I'm still hoping. 
And then also his, his email continues on. He wants, he's a huge anime fan. And he wants to talk about One Piece having a live action show and it's supposed to have the most expensive production of any show. And what is One Piece? So, uh, he, 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 give, I know what One Piece is, but Les can give me a better answer to that. One Piece is an anime about pirates and the whole pirate culture. Ultimately, the greatest pirate of them all, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to be Blackbeard. Mm hmm. And when he, had, he died, he had a treasure. He had a treasure that would give Grant immortality, but he left it all in one piece. So instead of spreading it out and leaving treasure maps, the idea is you go around collecting all these different uh, things, and then you can hopefully find the one piece. So that's why it's called One Piece. Ah. Um, the main character is a pirate named Luffy D. Monkey, if I'm not mistaken. and. He just goes around, and it's almost like Dragon Ball Z and all the other ones. It's a journey. They end up fighting more powerful pirates, and then he finds ways to get powers himself. Uh, if you eat a certain fruit from certain trees, it grants you ability. So it's almost like Mega Man, where if you beat someone, you get their <laughs> ability. I can tell you the truth. I can't stand One Piece. There we go. Wow. I think I, I like the concept. I've watched a few episodes. Uh, some of the characters are okay to, like, they're cool to relate to or to be able to, like, check out, but. It's just so much, man. So much going on. When If anyone out there watches anime, you guys know that it's a buildup. You know, one little two-round fight of in any form, whether it's Dragon Ball to Yu Yu Hakusho to Inuyasha to Gintama, any anime out there, Sword Art Online, it's almost always a three to four episode story or arc for just a, a confrontation between two characters. And One Piece drags it out so much. 20 years like, is dragging it out. Huh? 20 years. That's it, how long the show's been on. And you know what? That's great. There's some anime that have been out for a long time. If they're going to put the production into it, and, and if it's going to be, is it, do you know if it's going to be American? Like, is it going to be there? There, there hasn't American been studio. There or? hasn't been any exactly any exactly names put on it. Who's going to put it on? Who's going to pay for it? What show or what uh, provider it's going to have? Okay, nothing as far as that. No, but I it's mean, supposed to be extremely expensive. There are other ver- there are live action versions to a lot of anime out there. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, which is a great great anime, uh, they have a live action movie, and I think they've done a couple live action shorts, two live action, two uh, live action movies. So. Yeah. But they were done in Japan. Exactly. By Japanese studios. And Japan, they make great movies. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Battle Royale. Mm. So they do make great movies out of the Land of the Rising Sun. But I really do not understand or I cannot get my head around One Piece. For those of you guys that are fans of One Piece, that's cool. But, I mean, I really, I'm not going to rush to go watch it. See, see, I'm coming from a different perspective because I'm looking at it from the outside. This is something that's had 20 years of, of backlog data where people have watched it, people love it, and it's got a ton of stuff to it. Nobody's going to be happy with what they put out because no show can, live action show can equate to that. So they're going to be unhappy no matter what because it's not the show that they're used to. That's what I was telling him. He's nervous. I was like, you should be because there's no way to make you, to satisfy your hunger for a show that's been on that long that has that much uh, uh, character development, that many stories, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, the studio is gonna deem what is fat and cut the fat. That's, that's what they're gonna do. And there's a lot. There's, as see, far exactly. as One Piece goes, there's a lot. So, so even when I say I've seen a few episodes, I've seen about 20 or, or 30 mm-hmm. episodes and there's like I, 800. 
Yeah, it's so there is a lot. And here's the other thing too, though. So yeah, it's been around for that long, but think about it. Dragon Ball has been around for that long too, but Dragon Ball is such a cultural, multinational cultural thing. You don't go to many places and see something that people could both look and go, oh, One Piece. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you'll see something where people go, oh, that's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You know, you'll see someone dressed a certain way or you'll see something in a store and you'll go, ah, Super Saiyan. (laughs) I know what that is. Yeah. It's, they're going to have to trim some fat and then some. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to put that on my list. I owe somebody else some quality time with Doctor Who. I wonder if Johnny knows what kind of music is played in the One Piece. Is it R&B? Oh, gosh. There it is. Pirate jokes. Here we go. And you know what? The pirates aren't like pirate pirates. No. It's not like they're like running around. I mean, they may look like pirates. Some of them have eye patches and stuff. But you don't get into the shiver me timber. No, no. The buccaneer. No, no. (laughs) These are like his whole fucking anime conversation just to throw that in there. Yeah. You don't get any of that. No. No. So, yeah. So uh, it's an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. I I don't know, Johnny. Uh Good luck. Good luck with the show, because I, I, I don't. I, I think I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed with what they have, you know, because because of what was there. So I'm sorry, but I, I think I think you're in for a bumpy road. And I think Johnny at the end of this email says, "Oh yes, there is there is something else." Yes, right. he, you want to read that he, last part there, buddy? Yeah, he he tried to he tried to put a a, a schism between us. So, uh, P.S. Carlos totally cheated on you guys, but I'll leave that for him to confess. And holy shit, it was epic. Uh, but less than a Raj, you guys should still shame him a bit for it. He's oh, talking yeah. about lies that I watched the entire episode six of uh, season mm-hmm. seven, Game of Thrones. When Flat I said lies, really lies, because uh, I said and I, I cleared this up with my uh, with my co-host here that I only watched the first like ten seconds. I watched where the camera goes over the 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 table, the table at Dragonstone, and you see that the fire is on. Oh, so you made it past the intro. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah you watch the episode. Watch the intro. I I wanted to see if this was bullshit, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is real!" And then I stopped. Yeah, mm. all right. I believe you, Boo. Thank you, I Johnny. You thank too. you for ratting him out, though. Yeah, I'm giving you the yeah. side yeah. eye, though. You snitch. You you have the balls. You have the balls to give me the side eye. You cheating whore. The in laws ganging up on you. Cheating whore. You fucking cheated on me. Shame. You said you weren't going to do that. Shame on you. Like I said, I tripped and I fell. You slut. And I pressed the button on my remote. Mm-hmm. Skank. And that's what happened. And it was just on HBO. And you just, it just happened to And go? you couldn't turn it off? You were paralyzed, weren't you? What did you want me to do? I was right there. It was in my face. <laughs> it was in your face. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Johnny. We appreciate it. Yes, thank, thank you, Johnny. That was awesome. It was yeah. amazing. Thank you for letting me throw a pirate joke in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been you a while. You are the best. Oh, sweet no? Jesus. Stop it. That, okay. that was great. All right, so we are going to now finally get into some Game of Thrones. Yay. So here we go. Don't fight in the north or the south. Fight every battle, everywhere. Always. In your mind. centuries our families fought together against their common enemy despite their differences together we need to do the same if we're going to survive 
because the enemy is real. All right, so before we get into the breakdown of this episode, let's listen to the one and only Ollie, the man that has a master's degree in Westeros. University of Westeros. <laughs> or he's a professor at the University of Westeros. Ollie sent this in before the episode aired, actually like three or four days before the episode aired. Let's listen, see what he has to say. What's up, Sith heads? It's your boy Ollie dropping in for the season finale of Game of Thrones. Now, just like my voicemail last week, uh, my little birds uh, gave me a summary well ahead of time. So I know what we just saw before it happened. But again, I still enjoy watching the episode because I have no idea how the creators are going to make it all look on screen. And uh, so far, I have not been disappointed in what the vision has become when they actually put it, you know, onto celluloid or whatever the hell they record uh, movies uh, and videos on now. Because I, I don't know, I'm not an industry uh, schmuck or anything like that. So, boys, how about that that little twist with Littlefinger? He finally gets his, and at the hands of the Stark children. Now, some people may feel that the the tension between Arya and Sansa was kind of forced all season. And I get that they needed to do that little misdirection to keep the people who hadn't read the spoilers, you know, guessing as to whether Littlefinger's plan would succeed. But, you know, in another sense, I wish they didn't have Bran get to Winterfeld so early because they could have saved it until episode seven, somehow saved it. So that that's the reason that they knew what what Littlefinger was up to. They could have just had him show up in that last scene and that was all they had of Bran. Knowing that Bran was at Winterfell the whole time kind of kills the intrigue of is Arya going to kill Sansa? Is Sansa going to gonna try to eliminate Arya because she thinks that she's a threat? Like, it's all a farce. Everyone knows that Bran is there and he can see everything. I mean, he even quoted Littlefinger to him about, you know, chaos is a ladder, which was a private conversation Littlefinger had with Varys in season three. So it it definitely, even if I didn't know how the season was going to play out with Littlefinger's character, I think that they could have done a better job hiding that this is how it was going to end up. Next... I think that the show did a great job setting up season eight. You know, now obviously both sides have weapons of mass destruction, the dragons, and Cersei is still a problem. So I may have to revise some of my earlier theories where I wasn't sure if the Night's King was going to be the penultimate battle or the battle with Cersei is. In fact, I almost hope that somewhere mid-season... They defeat the Night's King, and then Cersei tries to fuck everybody, and they have to turn around and then try to defeat the enemy to their backs. Um, you know, or at some point, I hope all the wars are done and we kind of see the fallout. I understand we don't have a lot left in the show, but I really think that part of what made the show so amazing in the early seasons was the political intrigue and the the setting up of this world and 
if they if they just kind of make it just a Michael Bay movie at the end, I think while I fucking love the show, I think it loses some of that early magic. So that's it, boys. Just punching out. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode and. Um, I loved your guys' breakdown every week, and if anyone wants to chat me up about Game of Thrones or join our little uh, DM group where we can just talk A Song of Ice and Fire for the next two years, waiting for the next um, series, you know, just hit me up on Twitter. All right, man. Top Gun Ollie punching out. Ollie, 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 thank you so much, and thank you throughout the entire season for contributing voicemail after voicemail after voicemail. Uh, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't know half the things that we talk about. So 100% from the bottom of our hearts, we really, really appreciate it. Yes, yes, Al. Yeah, you've been a major help and a major source of information for us. Thank you. Yes, buddy. And for listen, he invited whoever wants to talk a little Game of Thrones, hit him up on Twitter. There's a great DM group with the great people, and they talk Game of Thrones 24-7 and other stuff, but mostly Game of Thrones. So definitely hit him up. And I, Ollie, I thought you had watched the actual episode, so very cool that you hadn't watched them, but you knew the spoilers, so you, I'm sure you read a script or something, you son of a bee. But it was definitely worth waiting for. It was amazing. I'm sure you loved seeing it visually, and we're all, we're all going to break it down right now, my man. So your points were, were great, and we're going to go over pretty much all of them right now. So there was a crazy-ass episode we just all saw. Like I said before, we had a cool little... Viewing party, right? That's right. Yes. Parts of the West Coast chapter showed up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we have Rashad here, okay? And we have Rob Kasaba. And is it okay if I say your last name, Rob? Because I just did, so fuck it. Okay, cool. <laughs> the anime is over, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> and you might know both names because, we, well, I know I'm going to tell Rashad here to talk about his podcast, which is amazing, and everybody should listen to it. So, Rashad, go ahead. Hey, I'm Rashad. I co-host a podcast, Will Communication, with my buddy Justin. We talk about Star Wars comics mostly, but eventually we'll get into other stuff at some point. We promise continually. Thanks, Rashad. So check out that amazing podcast. These guys are awesome. Him and Justin kill it every week. And we also have Rob Kasaba, who has been an email contributor. Game of Thrones, read all the books. Rob, say hello. Hello, everybody. Just a resident Game of Thrones nerd. Brought into this by Iraj Lesson Boo. And... A late fan of the podcast, so there you go. Glad yeah. to be here, guys. Yeah, and this has been amazing. And we mm. also have Rashad's girlfriend Barbie and my wife Lorena, my wife. They're also here, and they're going to come in and say hello in a second. And we also have Coco. Coco's, Coco's here. Coco's here. Yeah, Coco's here with the cast on, and she enjoyed Game of Thrones with us. And she's a little drugged out, but she's <laughs> just having a good time. Yeah, she's having a good time. So we saw the episode, all of us, and we were on pins and needles before. We actually watched it probably about 45 minutes to an hour after it came out to get some anticipation up. <laughs> and it was fucking great. Well worth the wait. Yeah, so I'm going to go around. Boo, what did you think about this episode? What did you like most and what did you dislike if there was anything? And uh, we'll go around the table here. Uh, what I liked most was the meeting between Cersei, well, between everyone, let's be honest, but the main people of Cersei and Daenerys. The tension in the meeting was so good. You know, there was silence for a few seconds. You know, nobody's talking to each other. That was that. Uh, what I thought was really awesome. And then Daenerys's entrance with the dragon was incredible. This isn't about living in harmony. It's just about living. The same thing is coming for all of us. A general you can't negotiate with. An army that doesn't leave corpses behind on the battlefield. 
Lord Tyrion tells me a million people live in this city. They're about to become a million more soldiers in the army of the dead. Yeah, overall, the the episode, probably the best season finale of Game of Thrones, Ooh. I think, so far. It was amazing. Um, the Everything that happened and everything that it's set up is awesome. And then the the thing I, I don't like is that we don't know if uh, Tormund and uh, Baron Dondarrion are dead. They're goners. Most likely. We don't know that. But we don't know that, yeah. yeah. I let's hope not. But I I want to see I want to see dead bodies to know be like fuck they're dead or see because this gives me hope and I really hope that they're not part of the undead now. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, there's a good chunk of the wall left, right? So maybe they're on that chunk. Let's hope. Was there a chunk of the wall? Left? Yeah, they they did see yeah, a part of the wall the... fall. But the part that was knocked down was the part they were standing. That's in. what I'm so, thinking. Yeah, <laughs> they're gone, and that sucks. Yeah, but they're gone. We'll see. Last, what'd you think? I think we're all going to be using this word a lot. It was fucking epic. <laughs> nice. Definitely a great, great uh, season finale. A little dark ending there, but that's all part of it. We got to take that. And you know what, guys? It gave us two or three of the most satisfying moments in series history. We got. The death of a mostly despised oh, yeah, character. I about that one. Sometimes when I'm trying to understand a person's motives, I play a little game. I assume the worst. What's the worst reason you have for turning me against my sister? That's what you do, isn't it? That's what you've always done. Turn family against family, turn sister against sister. That's what you did to our mother and Aunt Lysa, and that's what you tried to do to us. Sansa, please. I'm a slow learner. It's true, but I learn. Sansa, I beg you. I loved your mother since the time I was a boy. And yet you betrayed her. I loved you more than anyone. And yet you betrayed me. When you brought me back to Winterfell, you told me there's no justice in the world, not unless we make it. Thank you for all your many lessons, Lord Baelish. I will never forget them. We got the hookup of all hookups. We got the reveal of all reveals. And then we get to see the Night King ride a dragon better than Daenerys, I think. Hey, watch your Whoa. mouth. Sorry, everyone. Watch, I true. watch your mouth. Just had to say it. And uh, that's what you couldn't ask for more. I mean, uh, I'll just throw, the, throw this mic over this way now. Yeah, let's give it a rob. Well, I mean, first of all, the production value was... Off I mean, this season, the production value, I think I've been listening to the podcast and you guys have commented, mm -hmm. has been off the charts. You know, I mean, you can go to, you spend 10 bucks to go see a movie and not be that engaged visually. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's been out of the world. I mean, for me, of course, my girl, Arya Stark, taking care of business and taking care of Peter Baelish. I think we talked about it, how oftentimes the characters we hate don't get the ends we think they might deserve. Like Joffrey choking and being poisoned, yeah, wasn't enough. Yeah, you wanted to see him really dismembered, but Arya Stark, <laughs> Arya Stark just going faceless, man. I'm gonna go one quick flick of my left wrist and Valerian dagger your throat was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was it. Was amazing. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and we called. Well, Haas Burkhardt, I will give it to him. He called. That's right, Haas. That was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. He actually just texted me and he said, "I fucking told you so." You see, <laughs> wizard, you little finger. But at least we said he, well, he'll, you know, she'll get killed by that dagger. The Same dagger, dagger yeah. that started it all. Yeah. All right, Rashad, what'd you think about this epic ending? It was a great season finale. I think most of us realize, you know, the penultimate episode is usually the one that has the most action and kind of like 
awe-inspiring sort of action set mm-hmm. pieces and big scale. And then the final episode usually sets the pieces. But the big moment, you know, Jamie, Jamie's donezo yeah. seemingly with Cersei, yeah. and he's kind of off. The Starks and Targaryens have united against us, and you want to fight alongside them. Are you a traitor or an idiot? You pledged our forces to fight our common enemy. I'll say whatever I need to say to ensure the survival of our house. You expect me to trust the man who murdered our father? You expect me to command our troops to fight beside foreign scum? To fight for the Dragon Queen? You plotted with your and Greyjoy without telling me the command of your armies. And you conspired with Tyrion? The man who murdered our father without telling me your queen. I didn't conspire You with met him. with him in secret without my consent. You planned to promote my enemy's interests. That is the definition of conspiracy. I pledged to ride north. I intend to honor that pledge. Yeah, she's on her own now. He's yeah. going to ride north to uphold his oath. He, or I guess his pledge to help the north mm-hmm. fight off the undead. I was kind of surprised that everybody saw this zombie and immediately was like, all right, yeah, this is the bad guy. Let's go do this. I mean, you saw her, like, at the end, she was like, I have no intention of helping them. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's the Cersei oh, I know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and, I know what you're saying. And Jamie was like, no, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that. We gotta go do that. But but that cements his uh, redemption also. also yeah. If you think about it, he's been on a redeeming arc, and that, him saying words like Ned Stark, I pledged, we made a pledge, we have to uphold that. Like, he just kept bringing up right. being a man of your word or a person of yeah, your word. He's and a man that's of honor. a big deal. Yeah, in, a, in the books, I think that's following Jamie's character. And I think one thing that has not been shown in the series so much is that Jamie in the books is really funny. Like, okay. he's Tyrion-level funny right. in the books, is which, as you're reading, it's the thing that makes you think, oh, this guy has some redemptive qualities because of his humor, and he actually has some form of uh, loyalty which he's which he's showing right now so pretty cool to set up to season eight and now he can be with brianne because tormund's dead i was just gonna say because he's going to the north that's where she is tormund's dead you just don't know he's dead yeah yeah i I don't know if they would have killed them off so easily like that without really seeing them die you know what i mean i have one other quick thought Fuck this show for making me root for Theon Greyjoy for the third time. <laughs> the third time. But he's manning up, finally. His no dick thing really that, helped him out. The there. guy that kicked him, or he kneed him three times. times. Yeah, <laughs> Three times, yeah. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, you must, they must think you have balls of steel. Right, right. That I would lead, I would follow that yeah, man. Yeah, now, now he's going to be the best leader. Yeah, right? I would follow balls him. I'd be like, Jesus, yeah. It was unbelievable. And, and my favorite part was Baelish getting the fucking knife. That's Woo! for sure. That was amazing. And just to see him beg and crawl. No more tricks. No more no tricks. No more nothing. Yeah. yeah. It was just great. And seeing Sansa such, being such a badass, mm-hmm. being so strong. And we thought, we talked about this last week, that we thought that they were both playing him. Yeah. And w- that all of this was a big, you know, circle of, mm-hmm. of Arya. Fucking fuck. But it really wasn't. It was Bran. Bran was telling them everything. everything yeah. Yes, every single thing. It, like I said before, everyone has been throwing, especially Bran, they've been throwing Baelish's words right back at him in subtle hints and ways. And then Sansa was able to drop the whole, when I usually engage with someone, I play a game with them. And when she did that, he looked at her like, oh shit. Yeah, he was fucked. And he was screwed. And to, yes, to see him groveling and just on the flo- on his knees, just crying and my lady, I beg of you. That's oh, just perfect. How about the Stark and Targaryen allegedly boning for the first time? Little cool. Targaryen crazy bound bound action. What's Targaryen Targaryen? But they don't know that. See, yeah. Rob had a problem with it, right, Rob? 
Yeah, because yeah. it's just a little weird. But as Les said, they don't know yet. Right, right. So, they don't know. So I, I got yeah, we'll no problem with that. see how that plays out. Right. I think it's an inevitability from about halfway through the season that John and Daenerys are going to fall into bed together. And for us, as actors, it's just weird. The reality of what they are to each other, I don't know how that's going to... I mean, I think kind of... might be the reaction. I like looking at her and going, oh, God, I'm sorry. Let's, let's go again. Yeah, I think they both know it's wrong. I think they both know it's going to cause problems. But it's that thing, when you suddenly feel that deeply about someone and you go through those events together, it's like a runaway train. You can't stop it happening. I got you know who does know is now Bran and, and Sam. Sam. So do you think they delivered the news to John and then John gives one of those, like, uh, moments. Well, I think what's going to happen, I think Daenerys is going to get pregnant. Well, yeah, they already well, foreshadowed that shit. And I think that sets up for uh, Carlos's theory where Daenerys doesn't make it to the end of season eight. No, 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 so, no, yeah. no, no. I, yeah, I, I honestly, Carlos. Well, well who thought she died this season? I, I, th I thought she was going to die in this episode. No, but yeah. I think that from what you've said, now mm -hmm. that this is set up, yeah. I, I think possibly that. Definitely oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. No, but she's gonna die in childbirth. Yes. Childbirth. Oh, but 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 before you guys you know raise your pitchforks, let me explain why I thought she would die. Okay. So the reason why I thought she would die is because it simplifies the rest of the show towards the end. It takes the the main person who wants the the throne away, and it really puts well Cersei. But now that we've seen the show, I thought that Cersei and John would have to work together in order to fight the the Night King. So that that whole back and forth between enemies trying to fight one one goal i thought would be more interesting and it would take away the need for the iron throne so you were trying to play the enemy of my enemy is my friend yes okay i get that but now now it's a, it's a different situation because cersei's now there's intercourse no now and you know what else yeah. was a big one too we get to see rhaegar targaryen's face we get to finally see what the guy looks like kind of looks like uh, uh Varys. yeah or no, no, not Varys. 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 He, he was a actually contrary to what the tales were he was really loved by everybody. He was one of those. You know, he people was a good guy. He was a great guy. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I was. It was cool to see the ceremony and to see a quick little thing and to see Rhaegar's face. I thought it was funny how Bran, when he when he Samuel asked him, "Can you see that?" And then the next scene, <laughs> boom. Father, Smith, warrior. Mother, maiden, crone, stranger. I am hers, and she is mine. From this day. Until the end of my days. Robert's rebellion was built on a lie. Rhaegar didn't kidnap my aunt or rape her. He loved her. Yeah, I already seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. So let's rewind a little bit. Why was Tyrion was upset? And I know Barbie explained this to me, but Tyrion was upset that John went in there and did a bounce chicka bounce bounce. Yeah. Why? Because uh, it it complicates things. Okay. Love this complicates things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Say that again. Love complicates oh, things. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> love love means somebody's gonna die. That's what that means. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I think that anybody who's come in contact with Daenerys has fell in love with her. You know, like Jor Mormont. Seems right? like anybody. So yeah. even though Tyrion knows that, hey, it's probably not gonna work out. I kind of have a thing for her. Oh, is that right? right? You think? Yeah, in a, in a in a sense, okay. right? Like right. you know, 
really love that girl who lives next to you at the dorm, even though she really, mm-hmm. you know, is not into you. Right. You kind of have that <laughs> feeling for her. And I think, you know, Tyrion kind of feels that way. Possibly. Is my take on it. And didn't, didn't Tyrion say something to John a couple episodes ago about that? Like about, I see how you, no, no. Or was that? That was that was Jora. That was Joran. That was Jora. Jora. That was Davos to John. Davos. Davos. Oh, like, I see yeah. how you look at her, and then yeah. John's like, "I don't no have time, time for that." that. Yeah. yeah, he made time. No, he got time for that. Hey, he made time. That's right. Okay, Rashad, what do you think's happening next season? Who's going to kill the Night King? Dragon battles. What's going down? Daenerys going to stay alive? What do you think? Um, All at once, right now, Give right now. Me. All right, I think there's definitely going to be dragon on dragon action. That's a given. At this point, right? You are a pervert. Hey, <laughs> we I, need more dragons. I like what I like. But, uh, I think Danny doesn't make it to the end of the season. I think Boo's 100% right. I think John, now that we know who John is, like for realsies, he's the destined leader of Westeros. Mm-hmm. There's no real room for Danny in that. But wait, you know, okay, hang on. Danny should be because she's. She's a better leader, and John has always said that he doesn't want to lead men. But I don't think he's going to have a choice once the army of the dead marches past, destroy Winterfell at the very least. I think Winterfell. Yeah, if if they're going to fight on their own without Cersei helping them, which is looks like that's what's going to happen, she's going to hold down her own fort and say "fuck the rest of you." I yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, gentlemen, behind every great man is a great woman. Dude. That's yeah. all I have to They're say. Just yeah, yeah, no, but she'll females are sitting behind you. Yeah, she'll be there, that. but she's gonna die. Daenerys will end up once they find out. Daenerys will bend the knee. She will understand. Bullshit. Oh, I believe so. Bullshit. I believe she will say, "Fine, and we will do this together." Because she's always known that marriage is an alliance. Marriage will help. She'll, she'll follow in. I think she'll follow in her family tradition of intermarriage within the bloodline, and just go with it. You guys, in your theory of her dying. You guys are starting a shit storm that we don't want to start. Let's just not let's stir that all. pot. Yeah, well, buddy. First of all, Les, you know, I was the one who sent the email about Cersei possibly surviving to the end. Yeah. So I'm not afraid to start, you know, well, she's the, a cockroach, the, the, the shit storm. But I think it's set up, too, because there was always the issue as far as book reader, like who was the third rider of a dragon? So in the books, like I'm sure the listeners of your guys' podcast, mm-hmm. know, only a Targaryen can ride a dragon. So, obviously, Daenerys is riding Drogon. Uh, Viserion is now dead. And it was always, well, there was, there was a theory that, that Tyrion was actually a Targaryen. He would be the third rider. But that's kind of taken out of the, out of the picture now. And so now we know it's Jon is going to be able to ride uh, oh, the other man, dragon. Can you imagine? So, so, I don't think of the three dragons that are going to have to go to battle, obviously, probably two are going to go. And so I would hate to say it's Daenerys, but I'd hate to say it's Jon. So who would it be less? To die? Yes. Neither. How do the two of them survive to the end? Yeah. The show is not yeah. that kind. Yes, He's exactly. Kill one of them. Exactly. The power of love, kids. <laughs> the power of love. All right, Huey Lewis. <laughs> That's oh, right. Huey, Huey Lewis. Lewis. I love it. <laughs> Huey Lewis. You guys are just making me put sound bites in. <laughs> Wait a minute, Doc. Are you telling me that it's 825? Precisely. Damn. I'm late for school. All right, so here's the thing. Are we going to get a dragon and Night King battle with John on a dragon going mano a mano no. against each other? Is that how it's going down? No, no, down? no. no. It, uh, the way that Daenerys is going to die is that she's, she's going to be pissed that the Night King took one of her children. 
and she's and she single handedly tried to kill the Night King on on well now his dragon. Yeah. So that's that's to be the dragon on dragon battle you're gonna have. Okay. That's how she's that's how she's gonna die. All right, all right. Sam comes through. Yes, Pretty much, I guess Sam... he was listening listening to Gilly. Yes, yeah. and that helps confirm the whole John become being a Targaryen. Mm-hmm. I do just want to say that Sam mentioned like, oh, I transcribed this thing. Bullshit. Yeah. You just dismissed <laughs> Gilly when she was telling you. Yeah, Let's be real. He took all the credit from Gilly. Fifteen thousand shits. Yeah. Well, he was transcribing all the books, so he may have done it real quick. And then threw it to Gilly to read, but oh, I yeah, all right, and he just pawned it off because he already knew about it. Yeah, yeah, typical dude bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's horrible for him to take credit all of a sudden, <laughs> but it still got us what we needed. We got facts. That's yeah, fact. real news, people. Real news. So as of right now, the only person that really died that we really hundred percent know about is Baelish. Yes, everybody thought it was going to be somebody really huge on on the good side, mm-hmm. and that did not happen. No. Just fucking Lord Baelish. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And anything else? Anything else about this episode? No? Are you ready to throw it to the, to the wonderful ladies here? Yeah. The lovely ladies mm-hmm. of Westeros? Yes. We're calling all our banners now. And we're getting two different perspectives because, because Barbie watches the show, and she's a big fan of the show. Lorena's only watched one episode, and this one is her second. So <laughs> we're going to get perspectives of somebody actually watches, and then somebody that just started, kind of. I know you guys are going to be angry that we had her start, but we're going to have her sit in the living room by herself when we're watching <laughs> everybody watching here. Say hello, lovely ladies. Hello. And state your name, please. This is Barbie. And your relations with somebody in this room? Rashad is my boyfriend. There you go. And go ahead, Lorraine. Hi. Long time no talk. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you haven't talked since the minutes with the missus. I know, it's been a while. Yeah. I haven't been invited back. Oh, you can bring up any topic up. you we would like. We invite you all the time. Oh. You're such a liar. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a liar. All right, Boo, you want to interview these two? Yeah, go ladies. Right ahead. I'm going to throw the mic over to Barbie, that's why. Okay, go for go it. Go ahead. Yeah. So, ladies, uh, I'll go with Barbie first. She is the newest guest. So, what was your favorite part about the show? Um, I think. Just Baelish coming to justice. Uh, yeah. There is there is justice that's in like the, the north. Long awaited, I mm. think. We've been waiting seasons and seasons for somebody to serve him, right? Mm-hmm. And it just is so vindicating that it was the Starks. You know, what <laughs> yeah. I mean? fist pumping moment. Yeah, just like the redemption, the justice, the freaking <laughs> power. You know, because <laughs> it was it wasn't just Sansa by herself, and we've been waiting all this time for Sansa to freaking do something mm-hmm. but it was sansa with the help of her sister yeah family doing it badass and bran mm-hmm. so, like they all came together and made this happen which is what we've been waiting for but like the fact that they did it together was like the starks are back <laughs> yes, bitch. the one thing i wanted from this episode aside from anything else was for that for them to use him and they used him. Yeah, it, it, they did. It looks like they've been using him throughout the whole oh, the whole time did. he's been there. So yeah. Not only did he help out with the whole justice of of Baelish, but they also brought on exactly what I wanted him for was to, to like reveal John's mm. origins and all of that, which is another thing I mentioned. Like, can he at least say that shit? Like, is he if he's not going to say anything else? Can he mm-hmm. at least say that? So I was pretty pleased with you know those two main things. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of opinions, so I can hold that off. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. All right, Lorena, so this is your second episode. This, Well, I think two and a half. 
Two and a half. Oh, okay, very good. Raj wanted me to watch, to try and start from the beginning a long time ago, and I tried to watch the first episode ever, and I fell asleep halfway. Oh, what? my oh, God. Wow. I know. Come on now. Come <laughs> on now. It's a lot of info. It's a, it's a lot going yeah. on. And and I saw the Red Wedding episode, oh. and that was really epic. And then I saw this episode. So I think that, and from what I've heard, this season is really action-packed because they're trying to fit it all in. Yeah. So I don't know if I have to do, like, the whole six seasons where it goes super slow. You have to Why do the whole six seasons. just come up to these really big ones here? No, no, no. You have to do it all. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Get tired. <laughs> I think, like, I'd be willing to go through each season and think about, like, which episodes are the most story arc. Because there are definitely things that happen that are that season and mm-hmm. not the overline. And for somebody who just wants to catch up to where we are now, I feel like that would be really relevant to, like, know which episodes to go back mm-hmm. and you know where you're at. That would be awesome. I don't awesome. think I've seen anything like that. Or anything, no. But I think it would be, like, really valuable, especially at this point. Yeah, right like now, if, so to catch the last season. people are, are wondering, like, is it worth it to mm-hmm. watch the show from the start because it's already ending and it's got such a huge following. It's such a, you know, such a fandom kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you need to know, like, where to start from. Luckily, I started, I started like, when I started watching it, we were only, like, four seasons in. Oh, okay. So I just finished through the first three and then caught up. <laughs> and now that's a little... And Arash was saying that the next season will be, like, a year from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. So if I wanted to, I have the time. Plenty of time. But, to catch know, up. You can't just tease that. But if you know, Meaning there's some watch serious oh, fandoms dear. out there. But well, and this is on top of all it. the other amazing shows. Oh, out man, there. there's so it's many. Top. But I know that this is obviously should be number one. Everyone loves Game of Thrones. Number one show in the world. Mm-hmm. Hey, question for you. Not watching the show, who is a character on here that caught your eye? Not attractive lice, but <laughs> you caught your eye that you think that's very interesting that you want to see more of. Dinklage. Tyrion. Tyrion. Yes. Tyrion's awesome. He, he is seems awesome. really awesome and seems to be respected. Um, well, from day cute. one, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you guys and, were saying. Yeah, and like... Well, and Daenerys sounds like she has a really cool story, too, from how she's... Oh, where she's she came been through from, some right? shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite character? Well, I don't really have one. What? It's hard because you know they're going to die. So, no, it's not all of them are going to die. Yes. I think my favorite is Arya because she literally got abandoned on her own and had to choose for herself mm-hmm. what she was going to do. If I have to pick a favorite, I'm going to pick Arya because she's shown the most personal character and strength mm-hmm. just on her own. She's the youngest, you know, and I just feel like that was worth everything. So I would invest in that. It's pretty cool. It seems like there's some good, strong female characters mm-hmm. not yeah. that this is like an appropriate show for kids at all not at all like no. young girls no. to watch, but and there definitely could be more it's the females aren't definitely not even 50 percent of the cast mm. but the female characters we have they're definitely showing especially this season you're seeing a lot of growth you're seeing a lot of strength but it seems like that other lady that has all those siblings, and she's, like, willing to kill all her family members. Cersei. Cersei. Yeah, she yeah. seems really evil. She is very, very evil. And about Cersei, you guys were talking about earlier how, you know, she was even willing to turn on Jamie. Mm-hmm. But really, her turning on Jamie and not honoring her promise, what she was really showing is a lot of weakness. 
Tyrion knows she's pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jamie knows she's pregnant. So they know what she's trying to protect, and it's only herself. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give a shit about the kingdom. She doesn't give a shit about King's Landing. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She just wants... That's why she was talking about being a coward and going, you know, like, you're on finding an island somewhere. Right now, she is so weak, and she would rather just escape than have an actual war. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what you think is going to happen? You think she's just going to bail and just go somewhere with the baby? I think it's getting to that point, especially since we saw snow falling on King's Landing, and she doesn't know what to do with that. She knows how to go to war with money, but she doesn't know how to go to war with, like, evil. That's true. That's true. Rashad, I think you need to uh, have Barbie on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She's been asking. <laughs> Is this like an audition for ask. her, maybe? I don't ask. She demands. You should read a comic first, though. <laughs> she's wearing Star Wars pants. Plenty of she's that wearing, should do it. She's wearing well, beautiful like Star Wars pants. pants. I don't beautiful. read Star Wars comics. Get over it. Oh. You can't be on when we talk about Star Wars comics. That's fine. I just started that, by the way. Thanks, Raj. I appreciate that. <laughs> have we, got, a, we have an hour-long car ride. Yeah, let's say have a fun drive home. That's going to be really good. Sorry yeah, that, guys. Yeah. It's that. fine. I'm literally wearing Empire Strikes. There you yes. go. Not just Star Wars. So Empire. Plus, Rashad is just going to Uber home, pants. so it's all good, yeah. Fuck that. It's like a $50 Uber for the LA. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think this was it, right? This yeah, was that was fantastic. amazing, yeah. Dude, well, thanks for calling us up to the big leagues, dude. Hey, no, no problem. Appreciate that. the big leagues. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we're single A at this point. I yeah. about the big leagues then, but yeah. no, but we really appreciate everybody. You know, Rob is here, and Barbie, and Rashad, and thank you, Lorena, for coming back on, and we're going to get you on more for Minutes with the Misses. Because I do have to live with you. Mm. It's not just a drive home. But no, we love having you on. And uh, of course, Les. But here, uh, we had a wonderful time reviewing the fantastic episode number seven of season seven. And that's about it. Yeah. So I think this is it. So everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Lorena. Bye. And we'll we'll see. That was Les, by the way. (laughs) And we'll see you on episode number 56 of the Sith list. I'm this creeping suspicion that things here are not as they seem. Reassure me. Oh, why do I feel as if I'm in too deep? Now I've been Some way to show them I'm not what they see Yes, I have done wrong But what I did I thought needed be done I swear
Stay in your arms. See a smile hold you close. 